0: Welcome to the I Heart My Fit Biz podcast, where we will be covering everything you need for inspiration, motivation, and practical advice in how to create a thriving fitness business. Welcome to today's podcast episode. And today we are talking about if you were to start your fitness business again, what you could be doing differently. So I reached out and asked a few fitness business owners what they would do differently if they were starting again from scratch. And some of you might even feel like you're starting from scratch after the pandemic or um, going online or whatever it is you're dealing with in your fitness business at the moment. It might almost feel like you're starting from scratch and you're starting from a different place than before. So hopefully these tips and these pieces of advice would be really helpful to you and to help you start to look at your fitness business slightly differently and to start to implement things that are really gonna help you in the long term. So the first one is starting to outsource and take yourself out of the operations um, part of your business almost straight away. So once your business is running, outsourcing certain activities to protect your time and your energy and all of those things that maybe you're doing that take you away from doing what you're good at. So take you away from teaching the classes and working with clients. Maybe you feel like you're spending too much time on the marketing side or on the planning side or writing emails. So all those things that you can outsource, start to outsource them um and starting way sooner than you think you should so this is something that i would definitely do and have definitely started doing over the last few years a lot more and you might be thinking oh but i can't afford to hire somebody or i don't have time to teach anybody else how to do it but it doesn't necessarily have to be a person that you're outsourcing to so now we have a lot of things online that we can use to automate and schedule and get things running in our fitness business on um auto, like automatically so on autopilot really so any emails that you go that go out every single month we now have the opportunity to schedule those so we can sit down maybe once a month and really get those emails done get them email scheduled, and then forget about them and then once we start doing that it's really then easy to delegate that to a specific person if you wanted to and if you needed to and if you had the funds to do that later down the line but at the moment i want you to really think about the things that you can automate without another person so the main two things are really social media and emails and I think that's a lot of a lot of the time we get overwhelmed with those two things and they take up a lot of time and these are the two things that take up a lot of time if we're doing them like as and when and and daily rather than batching and automating a lot of the, a lot of the things that maybe go out every single month but we're doing them as and when we need to rather than automating scheduling and getting them to go out at times in the future that we've scheduled them to go out to. Um, So things like the meta business suite on Facebook is just super easy to plan at least one post a day of social media for the month. So I do that all the time. And then if I get time during my day, I can post a reel or post something in real time. But I know that if I haven't got time and I'm super busy, I know there's a post going out. I know my, my social media audience are getting something from me and I'm still out there without being on social media 24-7. So that's a huge one. And if you can get into the rhythm of you know, the beginning or the end of every month, looking ahead, even just for that week and sitting down for an hour and scheduling one post a day for that whole week it's going to be so much easier and you're going to create so much more time throughout that week because you're not sitting there on that day thinking, oh, what can I post and then using like an hour a day to, to focus on social media rather than having like an hour a week or an hour a month to schedule some stuff so you know something's going out there. So that is one of the main things that I did almost immediately. And the next one is emails. So. An email list is really really important um, for any business but a lot of people get caught up in what shall I send out like what email shall I send out um, what um, can I write and they're spending hours every week trying to think about something to write to send out to their email list or maybe it's just a regular email that you send out to class participants so they can book their classes but you're doing that every single week when it's really the same email that that you need to send out, so you can just schedule it for the month. So if there's an email you send out every week or every month that can be scheduled weeks or months in advance, then again, it's sitting down once a month, spending an hour or two scheduling as far ahead as you can those emails that, again, you know automatically go out and um, you know you send them out every month, it's like routine at the moment you're doing it as and when you need to do it rather than scheduling and again that's going to save you so much time because you're just going to sit down do it all in one go and then you won't need to do it again until a couple of weeks time or a couple of months time depending on how often you send those emails out so outsourcing doesn't necessarily mean getting people to work for you and um, it can just mean having an online system that schedule things and automates things for you and a lot of those systems are usually free so again the the Facebook um meta business suite that's that's free if you've got a Facebook page if you've got and that links with Instagram as well so again you can schedule things at the same time without having to kind of do both and and go to Facebook and post on there and then go to Instagram and post on there so really really um a huge one that can be done almost immediately in our fitness businesses and that a lot of people still aren't doing. So the next piece of advice is boundaries and how your fitness business fits into your lifestyle and really thinking about those two things before you take on anything. And again, this is so huge because I think the very beginning 10 years ago, over 10 years ago when I started my fitness business, you kind of go into that mindset of I need to take that on. I can't turn work away. I need to do this, um, even if if it's at a time that doesn't suit me. It's business, and I need to take on that income. I need to take on that money. And if you're feeling at the moment the same thing of of like you have almost haven't got a choice. Like beggars can't be choosers. This work is here. I need to take it on. Um, you can get lost in that flow of things, and then you can start to resent your fitness business and you can start to resent the people coming to those classes or services that you've taken on out of need rather than out of um, want. And a lot of the time we want to create businesses and we want to go into business to make our lives better and not worse, but we end up doing the opposite a lot of the time because we feel like we need to take on things just for the sake of income and just for the just in in the again we get into this fear of lack this fear of if I don't take this on nothing else is going to come come to me and so I think really setting boundaries at the very beginning of your fitness business and really getting clear on what you want your life and your business to look like in harmony is super important and it's one of the things that we tend to go over first of all in um, any of my um, high ticket services so any of my the mentorships or um, my six week on demand course we go over what hours do you want to work what do you want your fitness business to look like what do you want your income to look like um, but also what do you want that income to look like in, in relation to the hours that you work and the services that you are doing and again there's been so many times when I've taken on classes that I hate teaching um style of classes that I hate teaching I've taken on personal training clients when I don't like doing personal training services um but I did it all because I thought I had to and I thought I had to take on every single piece of work that was coming to me um I didn't almost like I knew I wanted a business so I could create a life that was better um but at the same time it was like I also felt that I couldn't choose when once I had my business I also felt like I couldn't choose what hours I worked I had to take everything on if it was presented to me so maybe you're feeling that way now and again I would just sit down even if you're um, you feel like you're way past the point of um, cancelling things or um, giving things up in terms of you've taken something on and it's not in alignment with what you no longer want I don't want you to think about what you've got going on at the moment, I just want you to really think about, okay, if I was starting again, how, what hours would I want to work, what um, what would I want to take on, what services would I want to specialise in, what services would I want to say no to, um, and really getting clear on that to then move forward in, in a better way with your fitness business. And then you can start making those small changes, so you can start saying no to those things that... Um, again don't feel aligned with you and you can start to let go and give up those things that you've taken on in that state of desperation or um that place of fear and lack and the next piece of, of advice I, I really love and um this is for anybody who again takes on anything and everything and also anyone who feels like they're just chasing the next big thing So the next piece of advice is I'd create something to sell that I loved and that would sell again and again, even if it wasn't working initially. And this is something that I would absolutely do again in the beginning because I've done so many things and I've taken on so many things and I've done so many qualifications just for the sake of it or just because, oh, it's a shiny new thing. And actually, the more I simplify and let go of things and focus on just one thing at a time until it works, um, that's where the success is. And that's really hard if you're a multi-passionate person and you do want to teach, and I know a lot of group fitness instructors, they want to teach every single discipline. They want to teach the dance fitness. They want to teach the Pilates. They want to teach the yoga. So it can feel really hard honestly, if you niche down in the beginning and get that right and get that success and get that income coming in, in the beginning, then you have that freedom to take on, um, all those passion projects and all those other things that, um, are taking your fancy. But again, in the beginning, absolutely, absolutely. I would do this over and over again. I would just focus on one single thing and just promote it, sell it do it over and over again tweak and adjust tweak and adjust until it worked until it was bringing in um a good income and yeah that's all I have to say about that I think that is a huge piece of advice Okay, so the next piece of advice that somebody said was getting visible as quickly as possible to start selling immediately. Now, this is huge and this is scary because um, as much as we really, really want our fitness business to work, and I did a post about this recently... As much as we really want our businesses to work and we want them to really take off at the same time, we just want to hide and run away and we don't want to put it out there and, and it, it feels really icky and it feels like, oh my gosh, like I've just put this thing out there and what if nobody buys and we have all these fears that come up when we start to get visible. But I think this is huge in terms of, again, getting out there and getting sales in quickly. There's so many people who, um, who I work with and... Um, who are saying I just need more clients I just need um, more income and when we look at social media when we look at their emails and what they're sending out in emails when we look at the things that they do in terms of marketing it's really not enough and yes they're doing little bits but it's not consistent enough and it's not often enough and actually when they start to do it properly, when they start to really market like they mean it, it tends to feel like it's over the top, first of all. It tends to feel like, oh my gosh, like like I'm literally going to annoy so many people and it feels like, it just feels so much. It feels like I shouldn't be, mar- I shouldn't be talking about it this much and so much, but actually that's what's needed. So whatever marketing you're doing at the moment, I want you to think about 10 times in it, 100 times in it it, and um, doing it daily. Like literally um, think about posting daily about something that you have on offer, something that you have to sell and just do it. Tell someone about it daily, post about it daily, send an email out daily, whatever it is, just do one touch point of marketing every single day that is related to what you offer. Um, so getting visible as quickly as possible is scary but I think again hugely important because we tend to plan and 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 kind of create content and just do this and do that and and that's when we start to get into that mode of taking on everything because we think oh I can't, you know we, we're not getting over that fear of getting ourselves out there and being visible as soon as possible um the next one is creating systems and processes so the rest of the business can flow and can be sustainable. And again, briefly touched on this really in um, our first one in terms of outsourcing, but again, getting those systems and processes in place can take can feel like it takes a little bit of time at the beginning, but for the ease and the flow of the longevity of your fitness business, it's going to be, um, so beneficial to put in that work at the beginning to get the processes and systems in place. So everything else flows and you can become, um, thriving and more successful more quickly. So again, it's things like your email, uh, processes, getting people, the process to get people on your email list, um, welcoming clients into your business so maybe you're still you know when someone signs up still emailing them individually rather than having an automated welcoming system in place Um, maybe you're still needing to send out park cues individually and as and when people sign up instead of again that being automated and sent out immediately when they book it's it's really small things like that that may seem sometimes feel a bit techy and sometimes feel like oh my gosh I wouldn't have a clue how to do that but when you get that in place and when you get those processes and those systems in place and in terms of marketing those processes and those systems in place with marketing as well everything flows easier and again you can focus more of your time on your clients and your classes and what you actually do what you're actually qualified in and the business stuff will start to be something that you can just like tweak and adjust every now and then and and have like processes and systems in place to take care of it so yeah another huge one um next one is thinking long term and not short term and again, this one is simple but really true. We tend to go into business and think, oh, I need to make as much money as possible. So again, we get into that mode of taking things on, of just taking on work that maybe doesn't feel aligned, maybe isn't the right time of day or um, just isn't a right fit for us, but we take on to create that income because it's that short-term fix to get the income coming in. But actually, if we really focus on that long long game and the longevity of our fitness business, actually you know when I think about that at the beginning I should have most probably taken a little bit more time in an employed uh, job while um, setting up things for the longevity of my fitness business um, and then it wouldn't have been so overwhelming and so frantic and um, getting everything in place and again you then don't get into that habit of taking lots of things on so it's mistakes um, that we we tend to all make Um, but again really really important thinking long term and anything you take on anything you're doing thinking to yourself okay is this um in alignment with how i want my business to look in five years time or or a year's time or 10 years time Um, The next piece of advice is clarifying my audience and then building that list and then nurturing the audience um, by being more visible to them. And again, I think building an email list, I'm really lucky that building an email list is something that was on my radar literally immediately when I started my fitness business. Um, But again, I know people who have who have been you know have had a fitness business for years and still haven't got an email list and just rely on social media or word of mouth which is absolutely fine but again it's it's just going to save your business if anything goes wrong like a global pandemic you've got that list there or if again a social media um, account is shut down things like that um, you have that backup of that list Uh, so building an email list nurturing that audience and and just Again, I always get people say, I just need more followers. I just need more people on my list. But actually just nurturing those people that are in front of you and giving them that um, value and that love and, and all of that, that is hugely beneficial. The next one, again, I absolutely love is take imperfect action way faster. So getting something out there, even if it's like a little bit like crappy, <laughs> um, Then rather than like trying to get something perfect and and taking months and sometimes even years to wait until something is perfect before putting it out there, so more action, faster, and less fear around perfection. And again, I think we all struggle with this because we all fear that rejection or we all fear that, um, that imposter syndrome. But again, I think getting something out there, even if it isn't perfect. And for instance, like so many things that I've created, and Groove It Fit is one of them, um, I was teaching Groove It Fit, I'd created it for my class participants, and that just started by me putting a, a Facebook post out asking if anyone would be interested in training in it. And at that point, I had no idea about how to create a training. Um, I had no idea how I was going to set it up, how I was going to film the content. And I literally had about 20 people sign up before I'd even created the training. Um, And so then I just figured it out as I went along. And and a lot of those early routines, and I'm still actually re-filming some stuff um, from when I first launched Groove It Fit to make it more perfect now. But the, you know, I just... I just took that imperfect action. Um, and it's, and you can perfect as you go. And a lot of the time, and again, I always say this, um, there is something that I invested in, um, from somebody who has, who has a really huge following. And I thought I invested, I always tell this story, I'm not going to say who, but, um, I thought the training was going to be like way more than it was, but it was literally just a PDF and some YouTube videos. And at the time I was like, oh, I thought this was going to be a lot better in terms of the way it was delivered. But then I thought to myself, actually, this is everything that I need. All the information that I need is here. Um, yes, the videos could be a little bit better. And she ha- she has now actually updated it all. Um, so it does look a lot better now. But thought to myself, wow, this is actually really good because it means that I don't have to be 100% perfect and I can just get something out there. Um, so yeah, more action faster and less fear around perfection. And the final one is um, to start defining your soul success rather than societal success. Um, so that your business ends up the shape that you wanted the the kind of vision that you wanted um and again, I think this is really important that again, because when we start our business we do we sometimes do have this really big vision of how we want it to be, and then um people start to interrupt us and people's like other people's fears and doubts, maybe fears and doubts from family and friends that make you doubt what you should be doing and how you should be doing it, and so you start to think. Or even the industry, and you start to think, oh, maybe I should be doing that because everybody else is doing that. And maybe I should be teaching that because everybody else seems to be teaching that. And then your business starts to take the shape of what everybody else thinks it should be, um, or what the industry is is um, promoting it to be, instead of what you wanted it to be. So really getting clear on that, that clear vision of what a business looks like to you and just going for that and being that game changer like even if nobody else around you is doing what you're doing and it takes you longer to get established but in the long run you're going to be more successful because what you're doing is unique and it's aligned to you and at the end of the day you're going to be happier and more successful and even if it's not financially successful you're going to be more um mentally physically um emotionally more successful, because you love, you still love what you're doing, and it's still in alignment with everything that you desire your fitness business to be, um, so I think that's again hugely, hugely important, and it's something that again I tend to go over with clients, it's the, one of the first things, and it's also one of the th- first things that we, we tend to avoid doing, I think, because again, we just want those real practical tips and business advice of like you know what marketing should I be doing how can I get more clients when actually sometimes just figuring out what we actually want and being aligned with that and taking action and taking on things that are aligned with that is going to be the biggest success principle and success action that we can actually take in the long run so I hope some of those have helped and I'd love to know which ones you resonate with more which ones you're going to start implementing and doing and taking seriously so let me know so you can either reach out to me drop me an email or post your comments below um and again if you if you feel like you need there's someone who needs to hear this then again feel free to share this podcast with them and tag them Um, But yeah, I'd love to know which ones resonated with you and which ones you are going to implement. Thank you for joining me and listening to this podcast episode. If you found anything interesting, inspiring, motivating, useful or just something that you're going to implement from this podcast episode, then please reach out to me and let me know. I love to hear your stories, and I'd love to hear how this has helped you and what you're going to implement. It's my aim and my passion to help fitness business owners build thriving fitness businesses, but also to build a fitness business without burnout and exhaustion because that's where I found myself a few years ago and I wouldn't wish that on anyone. So if you need help with your fitness business, whether it's transitioning online, building your classes to fully booked, marketing, having a website and an app, or mastering social media, I think I can help. I have free resources to get you started. I also have some masterclasses in a membership that can really help you to dive in and out of training as and when you need it. And I also have the Ultimate Fitness Business Academy, where you literally have everything as well as the full guidance and full support from me and my eyes on your fitness business. So I can really give you advice and feedback and we can create a personalized fitness business that not only feels good and aligned with you and what you want to create, but is also successful, thriving and profitable. All the links to these are below and please reach out to me if there's anything else that you need or you want to see on the podcast.